Please be seated. Happy Feast of St. Francis. A common image of Francis shows a haloed, tonsured man in monastic robes, standing in a garden with his arms outstretched to heaven a serenely happy expression on his face with birds landing on him and bunnies and other animals gathered around his feet. And in fact, his statue is often found in gardens. Francis is known as the patron saint of the environment and animals. And this idyllic image of a happy, peaceful Francis makes us think about loving animals and all of creation. And this particular delight in all creatures and all creation makes Francis' feast day on October 4th a perfect tie with blessing animals and seasons of creation that talk about the stewardship of the earth. Whether Francis really had a special love for animals or creation is not reliably sourced by scholars who were more interested in preserving his writings. However, there are accounts of him preaching to animals about God's love, for which he was called a holy fool. Francis is remembered for his preaching and for his presence his preaching was simple. His message delivered with joy and excitement that cut across social and political divisions. The message he preached was Pax et Bonum, peace and goodwill to all people. To see God in all creatures, all people, all creation, to see everyone and everything around us with the love God has for God's own creation. And from that love, to wish one another and all people peace and health. 
And not only does our joy in God lead us to wish for peace and justice, our faith moves us to action. France's presence was simple and humble as well. From merely being in his presence, people found their lives changed. Old feuds healed and a new spirit of devotion to God stirring their hearts. And there were reports of miracles, many involving animals, that began to surround Francis. Francis wasn't always focused on loving his fellow human beings as equals and being a peace bearer. He was born in the late 12th century, the only child of a successful cloth merchant from Assisi, which is in the hill country in Italy. Something of a wild and adventuresome young man, he left school in his mid-teens for a life of partying with his privileged peers. His greatest aspiration was to be a knight, the superhero or action figure of the day. And in his late teens, he got his chance, joining the cal cavalry for a local war. The army from Assisi lost badly and Francis was held as a prisoner of war for nearly two years before his father paid the ransom. He returned home a changed man. Influenced by the story of the rich young ruler, which is found in Matthew 19, he renounced the wealth of his family, sold or gave away everything that he had to the poor, and began preaching to all who would listen. Francis drew a following of young men like himself, elite sons of the city, who soon began to call themselves his brothers or friars. They followed Francis' rule of life, of itinerant poverty, humility, and contemplation of Christ. They carried no extra clothing, no money, wore no shoes. They preached a life of joy in the Lord and relied on the hospitality of strangers for food and shelter. Any money they did collect was quickly given away to the poor, and every person they encountered was treated with respect due a child of God, with the belief that we can all love one another and live together in peace. At the time of Francis' death in 1226, there were more than 10,000 men in the religious order founded on his rule of life. A second religious order called the Poor Clares had been founded for women, and a third order for lay women and men had also begun. Clearly, people in the early 13th century were craving a way to see and serve God in their everyday lives. And Francis showed them a way to do that. 
Today, there are Roman Catholic and Anglican Franciscan orders around the world, including in this diocese. Francis was on to something, something that changes our lives, even today, 800 years later. Francis understood that if our joy in the Lord is authentic and full, it leads to compassion that flowers into action. We believe in a God who invites us to leave our comfortable lives behind, to be freed from social expectations so that we can encounter every human being as our equal, worthy of love and respect. In short, we believe in a God through whose love we are liberated and given life so that we can bear that same message of love, liberation, and life for and with others. Authentically living our truth, our good news, our gospel known in the depths of our hearts means setting aside the pretense, the social and economic and political divides, the racial fences, the fear of the other. Our truth is love. Love that finds us and knows us and won't let us go. Love that wants us to live healthy, full, deep lives. Love that calls us to be our very best, generous, peacemaking, justice-seeking selves. Love that does not tolerate hate or fear-mongering. Love that sees the beauty in every person and speaks up for the rights and dignity of those whose voices are ignored and silenced. We have been loved, and if we can let go, we have been liberated from our self-created separation from other people and given a fullness of life. If this is our truth, then it is our faithful, gospel-driven ministry to share that same love at all times. This, might, this talk about love might sound familiar. Our presiding bishop, Michael Curry, has invited all of us to a rule of life, a practice called the way of love. You can find out more about it on the Episcopal Church website. And if we look at the way of love laid out by the presiding bishop, it is indeed a way of contemplation of scripture, of worship, of loving ourselves and the people around us, of action. It has some very Franciscan elements to it. I have no doubt that the way of love as the presiding bishop has presented it, as Francis presented it, 
can change our lives and indeed change the world if we dare to live our truth. Pax et bonum, peace and goodwill. In the style of Francis, I offer this invocation. May God bless us with discomfort at easy answers, half-truths, and superficial relationships, so that we may live deep within our hearts. May God bless us with anger at injustice, oppression, and the exploitation of people, so that we may work for justice, freedom, and peace. <coughs> may God bless us with tears to shed for those who suffer pain, rejection, hunger, and war, so that we may reach out our hand to comfort them and to turn their pain to joy. And may God bless us with enough foolishness to believe that we can make a difference in the world so that we can do what others claim cannot be done to bring justice and kindness to all our children and the poor. Amen.